diverse poetry scene. Poets using their voices to entertain, to move, to take you on a journey. Connecting you to grassroots poetry and performance. Welcome to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from Wurundjeri land in the Kulin Nation, stolen land. We pay our respects to elders past and present. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. In 2021, the Red Room Poetry Organisation launched Poetry Month throughout August. It was so well received, they're doing it again this year, in celebration of poetry across every state and territory in this vast land. 3CR was at the Wheeler Centre for this state's gala event with a host of artists and was to have featured a special performance from Archie Roach. Sadly, he passed away just before the event. Our deep condolences to all of his loved ones. In today's programme, we present excerpts from the Poetry Month gala event performed by Laniuk, BB Backhouse, Joelistics and a spoken word tribute to Mr Roach. First, here is Larakia, Kunyarakan, and Guranji poet, Laniuk. I rest my head on the window as the train gently rocks, and I swallow tears. I hate seeing you this way. Colonialism seems more ghastly in the countryside. Something about seeing cleared land where forests used to reside hits harder than concrete. Like maybe reclamation of land has potential and we could begin to heal right here in the soil. Like decolonization becomes a verb and maybe our sovereign lives can be actualized on our sovereign lands. But theoretical bare sovereign hand meets cold, sharp, twisted fences, meets privatized capitalism, meets white law, big guns, and we're straight back to where it all begun. There's something about seeing these old blue gums that makes me entertain fantasies of justice. Or at least a time machine. So I could unravel every atom of my being, time warp to that shoreline, meet with our ancestors, take a deep breath and put a bullet straight through the center of Cook's fucking head. There is something about seeing our lands dotted with pockets of familiar features as though without the sounds of swarming development, it's possible to hear countries' cries for help. Rather, the sight of hooved creatures reminds me of the infection that country's immune system is yet to destroy. And I smile and I nod when she says she loves horses and pretend to be excited by the rabbits and the cats and the foxes. But I can't take that Traugan train line without an inward cry from Central Station to Maui, from 1788 to 2022, from here until justice. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for having me here tonight. It's always a pleasure being at the Wheeler Centre and it's such an honour to be on this stage, um, being able to witness a celebration of Uncle Archie Roach's work and legacy and that generation, that generation of my grandmother and so many of our family members, the work that that generation did, that foundation that they, that they lay for us has meant that young Aboriginal people have opportunities, have platforms, have an ability to keep carrying on and doing the work. And we owe so much to that generation to keep doing that work. So thank you so much for having me here tonight. The body of an Indigenous woman is one of the most policed bodies in the world. We've worn the bruises and broken bones from the ugliest methods of war, carried babies forced into our wombs and lost our voices from screaming when you stole them from us. We wore fake smiles on our faces to survive forced assimilation. When our babies grew and they walked into the room, you forced their heads down into submission, trained them to be slaves and dressed them in aprons. Once decorated in ceremonial scarification and ink draped in the ocean's jewels and our animal skins, she glistened in poised tribalism when the colonizers' boats arrived. 200 years later and you've bastardized our culture, reselling it back to us as bohemian, white summertime tribal with a broad-rimmed hat. You can wear our patterns and our art with the jeweled rings to match without having to wear the rolled shoulders of child abduction and land theft. The body of an indigenous woman is carved by the mountains. Weathered from the rains, she sustains your blows and still walks with eyes to the sky. The body of an indigenous woman has been beaten, mistreated, sexualized, tokenized, forcefully sterilized to minimize our population, which leads me to believe that you are fearful of this body. Built in all its glory, she's certainly something to be feared, to be revered. Heartfelt as her existence is, she sings the truth you do not want to hear. The presence of her skin brings echoes of our creator, sliding through the sands of time, our limbs glide in celebration of the rainbow serpent, and when you see us, the cells of your bodies recognize the energies of these lands. Of course you are scared of us. And so it became necessary and crucial to legitimize your theft and to maintain your control, to burden this body, to patrol this body, to lock up, silence, scrutinize, demonize this body, but we are not as malleable as you've led yourself to believe. Underneath this skin resides the full extent of our wisdom, our love, our strength. You'll try to silence us, erase us, move us, displace us, but we will grow. From seed to tree, from earth, the sky, we rise, we resist, we birth, we exist, we are born, and then we die. But always, we rise. Thank you. You got jazz.
The Milky Way looks good in the night skies. The stars open a short from my dark eyes. Complex hey, I'm Lady Lash. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, the voice of the set. 3CR is so awesome, giving the platform for people's voices to be heard and people's gifts to be heard. And always remember that you are amazing. This is 3CR Spoken Word, and we are replaying a selection of performances from the Red Room Poetry Month Gala, held at the Wheeler Centre on the 4th of August. The poet you just heard was Laniuk. Following is Badi Jawi creator Bibi Backhouse. Take me. Outside. To the place we both know so well when I'd hold your hand while walking barefoot, even though the soil was littered with bindies. But I preferred the earth to know who I was from the taste of my blood and the way it filled with grains of sand than to have to speak my name in a language it could never understand with the voice I was still discovering. Take me to the mountain we would go to sit and watch the stars fall past the edge of the earth like they were always destined to do. Let me think of the people I used to know when I was small and remember the things I forgot about them the pieces of gold that captured my heart into loving them and the ways they hurt me that saw me quickly let them go. Take me to the ocean where my heart once drowned as people in barely their swimsuits watched me stand in waves that broke on the shoreline as my bones shattered beneath the forceful hands of the sun and all its reasons for keeping the world alive in a chorus of separate songs. Let me dance in the sand one more time while you take photographs of the footprints I leave behind so I can remember their rhythm long after I've left them. Take me to the tree outside the home where I grew up and I'll carve my name into its bark beside the one I made at nine years old. I'll climb its branches and stretch my arms out so I'm taller than the leaves and higher than the light that bleeds over them. I'll feel the greatness of everything you've given me, the power of all I am. And I'll know this to be a journey of infinite steps that encase golden prayers in the face of a western wind, trusting I'll be going home and knowing I'll never be coming back. Thank you.
it's up to us, the people. We need a treaty in this country. We need the end to the war in this country. And the only way we can do that is through a peace treaty. Not the one you see in Victoria, not the one you see in Queensland, not the one you see in the Northern Territory, because they talk treaty and still lock our people up. They still kill our people. They still desecrate our land and our water. A treaty means peace. A treaty means equality. And a treaty means justice. Thank you. You're listening to Radical Radio on 3CR. 855 on your AM dial, 3CR digital, and podcasting and streaming on 3cr.org.au. You are listening to The Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. We're playing a selection of performances from the Red Room Poetry Month Gala held at the Wheeler Centre recently. And the poet you just heard was B.B. Backhouse. For something a little different, here is Joelistics. Hello everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks to the Wheeler Centre. Thanks to all the amazing poets and speakers and people who have shared tonight. It has been fulfilling in so many ways, uh, language and poetry. Um, a little bit of background. Um, I did uh, three years of touring with a theatre show that I created with a friend of mine named James Mangohig who lives up in Darwin. Um, he's half Filipino, half Dutch. I'm half Chinese, half Anglo, just bland white. And um, Sorry. <laughs> and um, we wrote a show about growing up mixed race in Australia in the 80s. Um, and the show was partially a story about our families arriving in Australia. And I focused my story on my grandmother, my Chinese grandmother, my pawpaw. I told her stories, which included uh, living in a mansion in an open relationship with two men, which included running with gangsters in Sydney in the uh, 40s and 50s. And... It's important that you know this uh, before I do this piece. a dream a few weeks back. I was seated with my Chinese grandmother, my pawpaw. She was dressed in her most 
elegant Chong Sam, tailor-made with the finest silk from the streets of Hong Kong. We were sitting across from each other at a yum cha table, steam rising off the freshly made jasmine tea over the lazy Susan and the crisp white tablecloth. There was a diffused light coming through the open window and I could see dust particles swimming upwards in the air. It was just her and I in an empty Chinese restaurant. And she looked remarkably well for someone who has been dead for more than 15 years. She asked me about my health like she always used to and smiled at the mention of my newborn daughter. That one has much of my spirit in her, she said. I felt the profound warmth of ancestral pride ripple across space and time. Then she got to the point. So I hear you made a theatre show about me, she said. Yes, Pawpaw, I stuttered. I hear it was a musical theatre. And you were, how do they say, rapping about your Chinese heritage? Yes, Pawpaw. I hear you told everyone our family secrets. Yes, Pawpaw. Hmm. I hear you marked the box culturally and linguistically diverse on your grant applications, my grandson. Yes, Pawpaw. Hmm. I see. And how is your Cantonese coming along? At that point, I felt the quiet judgment that only a dead grandmother who shows up in your dreams can impart. And I tried to reach for the cup of jasmine tea, but it was gone. Poor I asked. Do I have the right to tell these stories? How do I know if they're mine to share? She smiled and said, that is entirely up to you. And it always has been. But if you are waiting for moral clarity, be prepared to wait. If you are waiting for validity, be prepared for ambiguity. And if you are striving for authenticity, make some space for doubt. When you tell people stories about my pain and my struggles, do you also include stories of my joy and my strength? I try, poor poor. When you claim your place at my side and at the side of those who came before me, do you acknowledge your privilege and your bias and your own unique context? I try, poor poor. She paused in the dream, which in hindsight was actually my subconscious pausing for dramatic effect. And she said, it's good that you share our stories, but be delicate with them. The stories you choose to tell are a porcelain vase. And in the telling, you are choosing to drop the vase and smash it into a thousand tiny pieces, then hold up only a few fragments and still call it a vase. At that point, the dream was interrupted by the crying of my, at the time, nine-month-old daughter. In that millisecond transition between dream state and waking, as the room disappeared and my grandmother's face began to fade, she looked at me and she said, go to her and remember one day she will tell your stories and then you will know.
That was Joelistics, performing at the recent Red Room Poetry Month gala at the Wheeler Centre. To follow the many events on offer for Poetry Month, please do visit www.redroompoetry.org. Please also drop by our website, 3cr.org.au forward slash spoken word to get a podcast and links to the artists that we've played today. One of this year's ambassadors of Poetry Month was the recently passed Archie Roach, Gunjichmara and Bunjalong man, singer, songwriter and author and a vocal survivor of the Stolen Generations. To finish the spoken word show today, we play a special performance of his words in tribute to this dearly loved man and cultural figure. Thank you for listening. We also have here Jill Shelton, who has been Archie Roach's manager since 2007. And Jill is an absolute powerhouse and an incredible woman working in an industry dominated by men. And to say that this week has been intense for Jill is an understatement, to say the least. Um, We're really honoured that you could be here with us tonight, Jill. And she's here with her daughter, Tamala, who is honouring her uncle Archie uh, with his musical family. And that's Stephen Magnuson, who's going to be up here on guitar with Sam Anning on double bass. Um, So without further ado, please welcome them to the stage to perform Cradle of Life. I'm here to honour my uncle tonight, who was a very big part of my life. So thank you for having me. I go down to the ocean, here on the sand. Ah, my heart is broken, as here I stand. Looking out over the sea, cradle of life gives me plenty oh the cradle of life reaches the shore
Oh, the cradle of life rocks me gently. But will the cradle of life rock no more? Take a look at this country. Look what you've done. Well, you board up the windows, block out the sun. Then you go down to the sea and the cradle of life gives me plenty. Oh, the cradle of life reaches the shore. Mm, the cradle of life rocks me gently. But will the cradle of life rock no more? my soul rock my soul rock my soul rock my soul there's nowhere to run to Nowhere to hide. And I can't see the turtle. There's blood on the tide. Spreading out over the sea. Ah, the cradle of life gives me plenty. cradle of life reaches the shore. The cradle of life rocks me gently. But will the cradle of life Rock no more. Mm. Rock my soul. Rock my soul. Rock my soul. Rock my soul. Rock my soul.